going to be talking about, is it time for believers to mature up? Anyway, <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the kingdom age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right. Well, we're excited to have Lindy Strong on. Lindy's been on with us before. And Lindy, you're definitely one of the people that, uh, in fact, I think I wrote this to you. You're one of my favorite people just because... <laughs> You really, above many others, uh, you resonate with our heart, and I just uh, enjoy having you on the show. Not that I don't enjoy everybody else. I, I enjoy speaking to everyone and having the conversations, but there's just a, a very close heart frequency, I think, between uh, the three of us. So really enjoy having you on. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and you were sharing about your passion to really help see believers step up and move forward into what God has called them to. And I think that's a great topic for today. And if you just want to jump in and share what's on your heart. Okay. Um, I'm, I think if you've ever heard me talk about anything for any length of time, I always get around to this, this little nugget. Because I think this is the nugget that fires the kingdom. And that nugget is reality uh, versus theology. It's good. Uh, yeah. So like what, what I want to talk about is living the kingdom life as opposed to as opposed to having all the teaching in your head. But actually every day you get out of bed and you go to your nine to five job and nothing's really changed other than if somebody asks you a, a spiritual question, you may be able to know the answer. Yeah. Now, um, for, for any of us who've spent a long time studying to have all the right answers, um, it's a little bit of a disappointment to discover that when we get to heaven, we're not going to sit an exam paper to find out whether we know all the answers. Right, right, right. <laughs> so um, so actually, if you have spent a lot of time studying, today is the wake-up day. It's time to tear up the papers, uh, put down the pencil, and open a new book. Yeah. Uh, close the old book. The new book is The Life and Destiny of You. Because that book is in heaven. Mm -hmm. And that book, we have the capacity to actually write in that book. Yes. Because there are things that, that we have agreed before the foundation of time that exist in that book. Mm -hmm. you, know where, you know where the coins were taken from some and given to the, the one who had 10. Yeah. Um, what that shows us is that we, there, for those people who don't want their destiny, it is up for grabs. Other people can have that. So what that then means is you can step into that and you can write that on your scroll. You can write that in your book in heaven because you've been prepared to pay the price for that thing. So um, they, in one sense, there's a real uh, liberation in that, because actually, if I'm going to die for my destiny, 
because I mean, that's what Matthew 16 says, you know, if you want it all, you've got to lose it all (laughs) to gain it all. It sounds like a riddle. But actually, what he's saying is lay down your agenda, lay down your plans and your purposes for your life and start to live mine for your life. And in living mine for your life, you can get to have all sorts of things that other people don't want as well. But we have to be prepared to live those things, not just read about them, not just talk about them, not just pontificate or contemplate, but actually live out the reality of those things. So... Um, what I see is the I see the pendulum effect that has taken place in um, in Christendom. So for a long time, it was all about um, you know teach me, teach me, teach me, and I'm just going to do lots of things. I'm going to do lots. I'm going to do lots of works, and I'm going to hope that you know some of that has some kind of impact somewhere. Yeah. And then the the mystical realm started to open up and um, the governmental realm started to open up and suddenly we became made aware of a whole other way of being so now we stopped doing and we stepped into just you know go into the spirit realm and do this that and the next thing and it's all going to happen and um what i want to say is there's a synergy of the two Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that we, you know, we we teach something very similar, but we we say go into the heavens first to see what the father's doing and then to do whatever it is he's doing. Now, a lot of the times we've, you know, I feel like now you may have a different opinion on this, but I feel like like 80 to 90 percent of the things that we deal with in the spirit work themselves out in the natural. But there's still that 10 to 20 percent that father's saying you're going to have to do something in the earth realm and 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 so that's what we're doing here. I mean, we're working out that 10 to 20 percent, but we need to spend a good amount of time in the heavens seeing what the father's doing so that we're doing what he's doing and not uh, wasting our time. And a lot of what's, you know, we need to do in the earth is that character development. And I think that's what we initially saw when we came into this movement is yeah. we saw, you know, people doing all this stuff in the heavenly realm. But then we saw their lives were pretty messed up and not in order. And it's like, if if there's not a connect happening, something... Where it's know. not changing your life here, then yeah, you're just probably using it as an escape. I mean, it's better than drugs, but it, <laughs> it's, it's still an escape. And we really need to find that, that balance of, uh, like you said, there, there's work to be done here and it needs to be seen in the fruit. The fruit needs to be seen in it changing our, our lives first and then changing whatever it is that Father's given us, you know, the, to influence. Yeah. So if you think about the fact that you can only establish in the spirit realm anything within your authority. Right. Okay. So, you know, you can go into the spirit realm and, and do all sorts of things, but actually it's not actually achieving anything if you right. haven't got the authority of heaven backing you. Mm-hmm. And the father is quite, um, he's quite careful about who he gives authority to. He gives authority to people who he knows he can trust. Right. 
He doesn't right. give authority to people who are going to lose the plot one day, throw all their toys out the cot. I don't know if that's an expression you're familiar with, but you know, <laughs> um, you know, to have a complete temper tantrum because right. things aren't going your way. Because if that happens, actually, authority is authority. Right. Um, so yeah. you know, we 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 can then start to wreak havoc in the earth with the authority that the Father has given us. See, this is what so, I mean. You, we so resonate. I mean, it's just because I, I, I've said so many times, it's like, well, Father hasn't given me the full authority yet because he knows that, you know, when something goes wrong with me at times that I'll fly off the handle. And if I had all that power and authority in one second, I could say something to destroy part of creation. And absolutely. so he's not going to give that to me until I'm ready. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so then the thing is, what do we have to do to get ready? Okay, so actually what I said, you know, I often a lot of what we do is is healing, either inner healing or physical yeah. healing or, you know, so it's one now, of when the, you say that's what you do. You, you now people may not know you've got a healing center that yeah. you're operating right now. So, yes, um, we have just throwing that uh, in there. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So we um, we started a wellness uh, hub. Um, we had a soft launch on the 1st of July, official launch on the 1st of August and already got several cancer patients that we're treating. And, um, um, you know, we've got amazing things happening because yeah. actually we've got, um, we've got the new ages flocking through the door, um, which is just fabulous. Yeah. We're doing, yeah. um, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing rife together with meditation oh. in a, in a, in an angel released environment where we wow, go in and we, we work with the angels. And I mean, these new ages are having, I don't, one woman phoned up yesterday. She said, that is the most powerful spiritual experience I have had in my whole life. And I am a very spiritual person, you know, <laughs> anyway, awesome. <I> digress. <laughs> um, so we need to get the in, we need to get our inside sorted out we need to deal with our character issues we need to we need to get rid of our ego yeah yeah you know, very often Absolutely. very often what we do is we blame demonic activity we blame demonic things for all sorts of things that are actually just our own choices our yeah. own ego our own brokenness our own stuff absolutely and um what happens is uh, so one of the things you know we one of the things we do is work with the homeless and and marginalized and um one of the things that the lord showed me really clearly is that i cannot it's going to be very difficult for us to work with people who have entitlement issues. Yes. When you walk through the door and you feel like you're entitled to everything, actually everything that we have to offer is not going to be of benefit to you. Okay. But totally actually agree. what I find in when I, what I find in Christendom is an entitlement to forgiveness, mm. an entitlement to grace. Yes. And that entitlement um mentality and entitlement blocks. to whatever you have that you've worked hard for that they expect to get for free <laughs> absolutely absolutely yes because i got it for free if it was so free 
then get on your knees and do whatever it takes to get it for free. There you go. There you go. Because if if I can get it for free, he doesn't have favorites. The scriptures clear about that. So if I can get it for free, so can you just apply yourself. Anyway, um, the other thing that gets used as a kind of a passport or this entitlement is an entitlement to be able to behave however I like and people will just forgive me and people will just it'll be okay well you know it's well I just had a a lapse of this and I had a and actually the issue is that we can't function with any level of authority when we're behaving like children yeah yeah absolutely you know you know we when, if you put the problem out there somewhere to where you're not taking responsibility, how are you ever going to get well? Because you're, now your life is determined by whatever that is out there and how it affects you. So, you know, we, we teach about living from the inside out because living from the inside out, you get to make the choices. Jesus is in here and he's got all the truth and everything you'll ever need. Part of it is becoming aware of who we are and aware of that, you know, which is within us. But if we want to put everything outside of us and blame everything, you know, circumstances or the demonic or whatever it is, if we want to blame all that, there's no hope because that's going to always determine what's going to happen to you versus you taking authority, because this is the first place you take authority. And then from there, it, it expands. Yeah, absolutely. Authority and responsibility. Those two things go hand in hand. You cannot have authority until you've taken responsibility. Yes. yes. So, so good. Um, we're, we're right with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things I love that you guys teach is um, you teach about the perfected self. So I'd never heard that before. Um, but what the father has had me do is go along the timeline to see me in glory. Yeah. Well, yes. I would say to see. I would now call that my perfection itself. I I didn't have a terminology for that. So when Uh, I was battling with things that I didn't want to change, for instance, anger. So mm -hmm. anger was a really good friend of mine for most of my life because anger is a, such a handy tool. It's a handy tool to control people, to control situations, and it's a tool that we use to keep ourselves safe. And so I, you know, Anger and I, we had this synergy going, and I didn't want to give up Anger. I understand. <laughs> oh, yeah. I felt like, well, how am I ever going to get anything done? And how am I going to protect myself? And people are going to think I'm a complete walkover. And, you know, there's a whole, I there's totally a whole get it. kind of things. Yeah. Okay. And um, so the Lord said, come, I want to show you. I want to show you who you are. Mm. And he took me along the timeline and I saw this beautiful person and I fell in love with her because I thought, oh, she is gentle and she is kind and oh my goodness she has authority that i've only ever dreamed about and i was like have it i'm done with anger i'm it cannot even begin to look like 
that beauty that you just showed me. And so from that point, I was able to then begin to come into agreement with the father to actually dismantle every ungodly crutch that mm -hmm. I had established around my life that kept me safe. That was a tool that I used. And in fact, that tool was the very thing that was robbing me of my authority because the father could not give me authority when I behaved like that. And he, he, kept, he kept saying to me, you know, I understand that you love me, but I need you to love those I love. It's yes. not enough that, that you just love me. That is so, well, so here's one of the things that we've taught for, for a while now, and that is that one of the, the markers of people that are walking into the next stage, that are embracing it, is that they learn to love themselves well as the Father loves them. Because, uh, you know, I, I was in the same place, man. I mean, you can ask Adina. I, <laughs> I was that person that I used anger as a tool, and it got me a lot of places. Um, but... But when it came time to, you know, finding authority in this in this movement where, where God is taking us, it was very clear that, you know, he, he took me to show my perfected self, Colossians 2.10, in Christ, which, you know, we're talking about the same thing. And, uh, and as I saw myself there, it's like perfect rest, perfect peace, perfect confidence in who I am there. I don't have to prove anything because everything is already done. It's in me. And it's from that place that there's power and there's authority because I'm operating from rest, not anger, <laughs> from rest in who I am and being comfortable with who I am and not just comfortable, but loving myself. I, I've joked around that, you know, sometimes I get up and look in the mirror and go, dang, I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> and Father showed it to me a, a little different, another perspective of it. And that was, you know, we know the verse that refers to um, Yeshua as who was, who is, and who is to come. And when he wanted me to apply that to myself, it was kind of like a shock to realize that I was in the Father um, mm -hmm. in the very beginning, pure and holy. It's and I so am good. now, and I'm walking out <clears throat> this existence, and some of it's a little bumpy, but then... I am to come and it makes this complete full circle and father sees me as the completeness of who I was with him in the beginning, who I am today and who I, I am that. becoming um, is really just good. this beautiful cycle of love. Yeah. So good. And what's, what's so fabulous is when we understand that we're out of time, <clears throat> we can actually reach into yes who I will become and pull that into today. Yes. And actually that's one of the tools that the father gave me was reach into tomorrow. Not, you know, I've often heard people say, you can, you can, you can reach in for your destiny and pull it in today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's a really dangerous thing because uh -huh. I've always said to the father, do not let me run ahead of you. Yes, yes, it's you good. You have me where I am because my character is what, that's what it can deal with. Mm -hmm. So if, and the thing is, faith is an incredible tool. We can reach into tomorrow and pull into today by faith. That's yes. a really good point. Really <laughs> good point. But it's a very dangerous place to live. But we can reach into our perfected self and pull it into today. Love and it. that's well, a 
that the 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 result of that is that you pull your destiny into today but it isn't a dangerous way to live because actually you can cope with your destiny now and in fact as soon as you pull yourself yeah. you know as soon as you pull your future self into today the father opens the door for your destiny because you're ready yeah yes. and you know one of the things that i've taught over and over with the perfected self is and i and i've been doing this lately you know uh, we just had a conference here recently where a um, bunch of people came down with covid it was somebody brought it shared it and a lot of people have it you know and we were in direct contact hugging hugging on these people so but one of the things that i learned to do was engage with my perfected self and i see myself in the in the spirit just you know my perfected self comes to me and i come to him and we place hands together like this and i just ask i say i ask your dna perfect itself your dna to teach this dna what it needs to do to be healthy uh, or replace it either one but that has worked for me now for 3 4 years uh of where you know before literally i would be sick 3 to 4 times a year for a lengthy periods two, of time yeah 1 wow. 2 3 weeks at a time i mean every year Now I've been sick three times in four years, about something like that, uh, and it's actually mild. Ma- yeah, yeah, very mild. I mean, couple of sniffles, whatever. So I engage, <laughs> I engage, and it works. So that's pulling that future self, that DNA, into this body here, yeah. and for me it works. It works yeah. very well. Mm. Uh, you know and- what? We need to take a quick break. So uh, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at kingdomtalksmedia.com under the courses tab. Now, back to the show. All right, loving the discussion that we're having with Lindy Strong right now. Um so Lindy, just talking about the perfected self. I don't know if that's where you wanted to go. We probably have maybe 5 or 6 more minutes left. Um Um so what else do you want to hit on in this part 1 maybe prepping people for a part 2 of what uh, we can dig into the next time Okay <clears throat> so what I'd like us to do actually if you're up for this let's have an activation Oh yeah, yeah. because you know how I love that Yes I, I love to I love to do the stuff Yes uh, <clears throat> as much as talk about the stuff Okay so what I want us to do now is I want you to close your eyes And I want you to recognize that you have a perfected self, the the perfect you, the you that you became as a result of the blood of Jesus. So recognize that perfected self. Now what I want you to do is I want you to break every covenant with death that you have come into because we've been taught that we can only be perfect when we go to heaven mm. and that covenant with death 
is actually what's, what stands in the way of you engaging with your perfected self. Because when the veil was torn, eternity opened up for us. And our perfected self is in eternity. And so are we, because we are spirit beings. So as you have that revelation of that, I want you to embrace your perfected self. And I want you to invite your perfected self to come and mingle your perfected DNA to come and mingle with your DNA. Your perfected character to come and influence your current character. The perfect version of you. I want you just to see who you are. Pull back the blinds and see who you really are. Mm -hmm. Because when we engage with who we really are, it becomes easier to lay down all the protective mechanisms, all the excuses, all the nonsense. So just lay that down and allow those two versions of you to have a heart-to-heart -heart connection, a DNA mingling, and an embracing of each other. Because your perfected self loves who you are now. Because your perfected self knows you're on that journey. So just let that dance take place between the two of you on that timeline.
Oh, isn't that amazing? <laughs> I so love about you, Libby, is that you always bring us down to the practical of let's do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I have so to share that in the beginning, you know, because I, I engage with my perfected self almost every day. And, um, and my perfected self, when in the beginning, he looked over at me and he just winked. And I'm like, okay, you know, what's this going to be? But then toward the end, uh, and I don't know what this means, because I, I, would, I would love the, the meaning of it to come to fruition fullness, which was at the end, he, he said, I'm bringing my character and I'm bringing everything in and I'm coming into you and over you, which basically at that point he merged with me in the spirit. And I'm like, I would love for that to be the case where I am walking in completeness. But the thing is, we focus on that. We focus on that so that, you know, so that what we focus on grows. Absolutely. And I know Adina would love it if that were true. <laughs> oh. I know we need to wrap up this section, but I, I would just say that the perfected self um, one of the biggest benefits for me has been um, in the area of forgiveness is mm. when there's someone who I'm struggling with um, is to see their perfected <clears throat> self and to encounter their perfected self. Yeah. That is always a deep healing place for me. Yeah. Get to see them in their perfected state when they're not trying to beat you up emotionally <laughs> or physically or whatever way. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. Yeah, good. Well, Lindy, thank you so much for being on here. There will be a part two, everyone. So uh, definitely tune in for that. And we're going to look a little deeper into what it means for believers to mature. And how does that look? How do we do that? All right. So um, thank you, Lindy. We honor you. We bless yes. you. And we love you. And you. look forward to the next time. Okay. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life Keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.